Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pretty Boy Podcast here. I'm your host, Pretty Boy Chris, and this podcast is brought to you by the Rage Game Network Podcast and Rage Game Network Podcast crew. Welcome back, everyone, to the Pretty Boy Podcast. I am your host, Pretty Boy Chris. It's a wonderful day here today in upstate New York. Uh, We just had a holiday that just happened here in the United States, Memorial Day, for... uh, all our fallen heroes overseas so um i you know we got to enjoy a little time uh with our families and friends uh you know for us this is the official well it's official unofficially i should say it's the unofficial season of summer so uh all good hope for the next couple months here nice weather um hang out with friends enjoy some good times so hopefully we can uh hang out a little bit more I don't think we talked about it on Rage Game Network podcast, but uh, myself, Andy, Sarah, Ben, and Connor uh, got to sit down for a little bit and play a little D&D. We were playing uh, part of their campaign, Curse of Straw. Uh, They were able to write my character in to their ongoing campaign, so we got to have a little bit of fun. I'm pretty sure we'll mention that whole... um, D&D session for I think like three or four hours um, on Rage Game Network podcast so I'm not going to go fully into details right now on that but uh, I can tell you we had a good time and we were able to get a few things done that um, had been lagging previously in their campaigns but for today we're going to go over episode five and uh, what topics we're going to be going over so first off we're going to kind of start outside of gaming um, news and we're going to talk about Star Wars Celebration that happened this past weekend um, there was a couple things gaming that came up that were interesting um, one of the series I'm really excited for that uh, just started actually as Star Wars Celebration had kicked off um, so we'll get into some of the news out of there uh, some of my hypes my hopes what I feel uh, is going to go well for this year and next year um, things I'm excited for Things I'm not too excited for, possibly. If you don't know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. I have grown up with Star Wars through the many years. Um, I was not around when they were making the original trilogy. Um, I grew up with the prequels. So I think I was like eight or nine when the first episode one came out. Uh, I love to eat it up every time. So we'll get into a little bit of a discussion about Star Wars Celebration. That'll be the first topic. Then we're going to go into the actual gaming news. We're going to talk a little bit about PlayStation's Days of Play. Uh, So we're going to talk about some of the things that we're expecting to see. Some discounts that might occur. um, Some products being discontinued. And some of the live streams that they're going to... uh, I think the one that they're going to have to talk about the whole plan for the summer. Of what they want to do going forward for PlayStation and Sony. While we're kind of on this topic, we're also going to kind of seamlessly transition to our third topic, which is going to go over gaming companies holding their own press conferences. Uh, With E3 being canceled this year, a lot of other companies are um, starting to push towards having their own, either their own press conferences or creating different um, events where different video game developers and publishers can come in and talk about their products so we'll get into that a little bit we'll probably take a break i would say by then 
And then after the break, we'll talk about The Witcher 4. And we'll talk about how pre-production is starting officially for The Witcher 4 uh, video game. We'll talk about Pokemon Go Community Days. So there's a couple days coming up, which is found in an article. Uh, so Pokemon Go Pogo Fest, Pokemon Go Fest, is happening this weekend as this podcast is coming out. So it's going to be, I believe, June 4th and June 5th of 2022. So it's a Saturday and a Sunday. Um, if you are interested, please um, check RageGameNetwork.com. Go to our social medias. Probably, I believe. The Facebook or Discord will have more information on Pogo Fest, and we'll post something about Pokemon on Go Community Days, so we can all uh, join with each other and have some fun. And then one that the last topics we'll talk about real quick is we'll go over uh, Ray Liotta. He just recently passed away. Uh, he was very influential. Um, in TVs and movies, but he actually played a video game character. So we'll get into that if you have not, if you did not know that. And then we'll go into our game of the week and poll. Uh, I think we got a good one for this week. Uh, the last one from what I've been reading, and we'll have an article next week, um, is doing very, very well. It's uh, surprising a lot of the publishers and developers on uh, how well it's received, that game that we've talked about. So we'll get into that uh, probably next episode of the podcast. So without further ado, we are going to go to our first topic today here on the Pretty Boy Podcast. And that first topic is going to be Star Wars Celebration. So if you lived under a rock the last few days here and are not a huge Star Wars fan, which is totally okay. I am, so we're talking about it. I don't care. Um, <laughs> from Thursday, May 26th to, I think, Sunday, May 29th, we had Star Wars Celebration. So if those of you who don't know anything about it, it's basically the... Um, Star Wars Con, basically, for Star Wars fan. Uh, it was held in Anaheim this year. Um, I did not check yet when it will be held next year. Uh, probably next podcast, I'll make an announcement if I find out. Probably either Chicago, London, Orlando, something like that. So one of those places, probably. So, in general, in the Star Wars world, there's a lot of new content coming in. Um, there's not much on the movie side. I know Patty Jenkins was working on a film of Rogue Squadron that they wanted to talk about. Uh, explore that uh, that's still kind of an original we don't know where that's going to fall in to the canon but not much has come out about that what i'm there's two things that i'm excited for one's video game related one's not um the first one was the obi-wan kenobi series uh the first two episodes are out i have seen the first two episodes on disney plus my god it's a six part mini series okay i'm excited I'm very excited. Uh, I'm almost like a little kid in the candy shop uh, with this series. There is so much going on. There is so much um, build of the canon just in these two episodes. It's Obi-Wan probably, I think they said 10 years after the Revenge of the Sith, so the third movie. Uh, so it's kind of in between the time period between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope is where the series takes place. And Deborah Chow is the director of these six miniseries episodes. So there's only going to be six episodes, and that's it from what I understand. Obi-Wan, Ian McGregor uh, does a really good job coming back and reprising his role. 
as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, it's definitely a series that I recommend any Star Wars fan to watch. I th- At least the first two episodes. You're going to get some chills. You are going to really enjoy the connectivity that they've been going with here in the new canon and trying to tie everything all back together. Um, I know, Andy, we've talked about before, um, and quote me if I'm wrong, Andy, but if I'm correct, uh, you had mentioned you didn't like the new canon with Disney. uh, One of the big things is it wiped kind of the past um, canon that was there. Yes, uh, yes, that did happen, right? Everyone who's a Star Wars fan would know, yes, it did happen, okay? But they had to. Disney came in, they bought Lucasfilm, they bought the Star Wars brand, and honestly, you had to do a full reset. There's only a couple things from back in the day that are still canon um, that they built into the lore, which I think it was like a comic book, maybe one book, and Star Wars The Clone Wars. It is what it is, uh, you know, I, and I'm fine with that. It, from what I understand, their Star Wars: The Clone Wars it was still ongoing when the transactions happened, so they had to keep it going. That had to happen. The comic book, the comic book, and then the book. I think that's still technically canon, um, from what I understood, because it's tied into the Clone Wars series, TV series. Yet you had to keep those canon. You, you couldn't take those off the table because uh, they actually were arcs that happened later on uh in the show or later on in that world of the show um that you don't see on on those mediums the small screen but yeah i I just in general i don't want to do a full spoiler that's not the goal here of this one but um my little non-spoiler review just a real quick thing um i really enjoy it a ton Uh, i cannot wait for episode three to come out on friday disney plus um so we can see what's going on you're gonna see some surprises you're gonna see some younger characters of previous star wars um films and tv shows pop up um you're gonna see some familiar faces um which i'm very excited if you've seen anything of star wars rebels or star wars the clone wars uh you'll get some hints and some references or you'll bluntly see someone that you saw in those shows pop up in the live action um, which is really cool to see that. Uh, there's something like a little bit of a cliffhanger at the end of episode two that I am a little kind of, I don't, I don't know how this is going to go. I want to see how the show takes it because the event that occurs kind of is going to mess up with Canon. If it's true, I hope it's not true. I hope it's a, you know, I hope it's just kind of a, uh, okay, this happened and he's able to take care of himself. And that's all I'm going to say. But the big news, the really big news that excited me, I think, the most out of this uh, series, sorry, the celebration, is, and let me pull up the article, Star Wars Jedi Survivor has officially been announced. We've been asking for a second video uh, game sequel in this series. It's Cal Castus is back. Uh, those of you who do not know anything about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, um, and that video game from, I think it was Respawn and EA. Um, Cal Cassis is a Jedi on the run. He, uh, I've played the game. I finished the game a couple months ago now. Um, basically, you're going around looking for Jedi holocrons and artifacts to help um, basically build a new order of the Jedi. Um, 
with Cal Kestis and his friends. Uh, you meet a mentor on along the way, and we we don't we haven't talked a lot about this, but there are individuals called Inquisitors. Um, if you don't know anything about Star Wars new canon, they are basically the uh, Jedi hunters. Um, they are commanded by the Grand Inquisitor. The Grand Inquisitor basically is underneath um, Darth Vader. And they are, they're not Sith, okay? So they are twisted to the dark side. Um, most of them are former Jedis or Padawans. So um, they hinted in Obi-Wan Kenobi, one of the Inquisitors' uh, backstory, uh, basically came from Order 66. Uh, same thing here. Some of them were twisted right from Order 66, or years later they got captured by the Empire. The Empire tortured them and turned them into Inquisitors. Um, so that's a storyline that gets into that, that whole game, too. So if you want to understand more about the Inquisitors and their stories, um, good mediums are Star Wars Rebels to check out. Um, you also have Jedi Fallen Order to check out. They'll give you some history. Uh, go on YouTube. You can you can look up uh, videos about that. It's not that hard to put the pieces together. So they just released a trailer for Jedi Fallen Order. Um, basically, you're still on the run from the Empire. I think this takes place five years, I think, down the road. Um, they're going to have a new Inquisitor new baddie that has not been announced to me it looks like the grand inquisitor um i would be excited if we get to fight the grand inquisitor because we fought the second sister i believe it was in the last game and she was a bit uh she was a badass i'm not gonna lie she, she was really good and it, you really had to think about how you were going to defeat the different inquisitors going throughout the games there was a, a few of them that you had to take on so yeah, this is uh, just you know this is Respawn Games. So Respawn is the same company that came out with games like Titanfall series and Apex Legends. So if you know anything about those games, I played Titanfall. I think it was two or three a while ago. Um, you have to be. There's a lot of thoughtful combat. You have to essentially pre-plan your next step. It's not just a button ma smashing type game. Um, you have to sit there, you have to read your enemies, and you have to, based off that, make your moves uh, with the controller or with your mouse and keyboard. Um, and they usually give some type of a hint or a clue when you play. So uh, it is a really good game. There's a lot you can do in the game still, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. That's why I'm very excited if they're going to keep that formula going, which if the first game is really good, you might as well capitalize on what you're doing. So... Uh, the game's going to be coming out next year, 2023. Uh, it's going to be on the next-gen platform, so PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and the PC. Um, they have not mentioned about the past-gen, so they haven't mentioned, you know, PlayStation 4, uh, was it, is it Xbox One, um, you know, that we have not mentioned anything yet. Um, so it looks like just new-gen. Uh, is where this game is going to be coming from. Just looking at these, um, I've watched the trailer, but just looking at the screenshots that have been taken, um, the the new Inquisitor looks really badass. Um, it looks like to me the Grand Inquisitor, possibly. The voice sounds familiar. Uh, I can't say it is for sure, but um, 
I would be very excited to fight the Grand Inquisitor. Uh, you kind of see in one of the still shots here that's on IGN, a lightsaber. It looks like Cal Castus is... Um, lightsaber in a box uh really well quality details uh looks really shiny looks really nice uh the uh, i would say respawn and ea did a really good job with that um there's another shot i saw here with cal uh looking up it looks like and you got i think it's bd1 our little robot friend from the last game um who'd help you scan things and open things up um he looks really good sitting on his shoulder and the I think the one thing that's kind of uh, interesting. So this trailer ends with a back to tank and a person that's in the back to tank. Um, I don't know if it's a clone of Cal. I don't know if it's a, someone new in the timeline that they're trying to bring in for that original story. Uh, but I think it's uh, it looks really cool. It looks really uh, interesting uh, that we get to explore and expand upon this world that's been developed already. Um, so I cannot wait to play this game whenever it comes out. So there were other things too. I know that they talked about um, Andor, the TV series is coming out. Mandalorian season three is coming out. Um, still excited for Mando, of course. I love Mando. I love Grogu and Baby Yoda. Um, Andor, I, I, this is kind of one of those. Uh, let's see and wait. Let's see how that goes. It's going to be a longer. Um, Star Wars TV series, it looks like. Um, and it's supposed to, I think, focus around the beginnings of the Rebellion. So that would be nice to get that story back into canon and so, uh, on the screen, even if it's a small screen, of how the Rebels were created. So we're getting there. Um, but I'm very excited. Next week, I'm going to plan on spending some time uh, talking about every Star Wars game that's in development right now. Uh, I'm not going to do that right now for this podcast. Just kind of want this episode of the podcast. Um, I just wanted to focus on Star Wars Celebration and some of the news that came out. Um, there's all kinds of fun things that are going on there. So they came out with an announcement and teaser trailer. Uh, if you have not seen it, watch it and go to uh, probably EA Respawn or even Star Wars. You'll probably find the teaser trailer for the game. I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, if you're excited and you want to play that game, uh, go ahead and check us out at uh, RageGameNetwork.com. Click on our social medias and uh, at the top, I want to say it's the right side of uh, our website and uh, let us know what you think about it. We are on Facebook, Discord, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, so give us a little bit of a heads up of what you think. All right, we're going to go to the next topic. So our next topic here is PlayStation's Days of Play. 2022 so this year this event it's been ongoing for a couple of years now um they're announcing big discounts on dozens of games merchandise for the playstation and i think uh ps5 dualsense controllers might be getting uh, a little bit of a discount also so it's going to begin may 25th so as of this podcast episode it's been going on for eh, about a week now um, and it's going to end on June 8th. So PlayStation's got their this big plan of discounts and everything for the beginning of the summer season um, for PS4 and PS5 gamers. So just kind of going through the article, it mentioned here that it's going to start off with uh, four featured games um, that will have discounts and announcements. Uh, they were saying 
It's going to be the first one's going to be Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Um, then Dying Light 2, Stay Human, Destiny 2, The the Witch Queen, and Far Cry 6. So those ones um, were recently released. They really haven't seen a good steep in their discounts uh, for those games. So this is a great opportunity if you uh, want to get these games. Like I said, most of these within the last, I want to say, besides Destiny 2, Witch Queen just came out recently. Within the last year, these games had either the game came out or there's been an, a significant update to that game within the last year. So if you're really interested in getting into these games, go to the PlayStation Store, check out those discounts, and let us know um, what you get so we can play with you guys. So a couple other things. They haven't really released any like accessory discounts per se, but I don't know if you guys know, PS5, their DualSense controller, will be discounted during the days of play at select retailers um if you don't know um it sounds like they are going to be discontinuing from what i heard i'm gonna guess because of the joystick problems that have existed um so if you want one of those you're gonna have to go I'm sorry, discounted. They're being discounted, not discontinued. I read that article wrong. They're being dis uh, discounted during the days of play. So if you are interested in getting, uh, you know, a black, a midnight black controller, a cosmic red uh, controller, a starlight blue controller, a Nova pink, or a galactic purple uh, controller, go to your retailers, check them out. Um, PlayStation is doing a discount on those controllers. Um, so you can get new ones and not pay, what, 60 bucks or so for that. All right, so, um, like I said, you can get that. Um, there are also hundreds of additional games that are planned to be discounted throughout the days of play. So some of the ones that, um, they're, uh, haven't been revealed yet, but the, some list that they're looking at, um, are Among Us. Uh, Back for Blood, Call of Duty Vanguard, Crash Bandicoot 4, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, Diablo 2, Final Fantasy 7, the remake integrated, Grand Theft Auto 5, uh, Ratchet & Clank Drift Apart, Resident Evil Village, WWE 2K22. So those are just some of the other games that are also going to be discounted uh, that are a little bit older also with this uh, there's also I believe going to be some different offers throughout the whole uh, day so each day there might be a different discount that you can get something maybe a little bit cheaper than normal um, I, I saw that some of the if you go to the PlayStation gear store there's going to be some select merchandise that's going to be discounted at 20% off uh, for the entire sale and they're also going to do some daily offerings. Just a couple things that I saw over the last uh, week here uh, was um, I think there was like one of the days did a five for f under five dollars. Um, so you get five. It sounded like five things for under five bucks. Um, you can get buy two God of War items. You get one for free. Um, and when you spend fifty dollars, you get like a free little beverage sleeve. So those are just some of the smaller items that you can get for sale. Um, with that being said, there are going to be conducting a live stream to kind of talk about this whole thing. The live stream, from what I understood, is going to happen Thursday, June 2nd, 
Uh, it's going to be around 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Uh, East Coast time here in the United States. So based on your time uh, zones, you can kind of figure out what uh, when that will be happening. But uh, they'll also Sony will, and PlayStation will be conducting a live stream and explaining kind of the future here of this little event so with that being said we're gonna roll this into uh topic number three today and we'll probably go to break after this one uh topic number three today we are going to talk about some of the gaming press conferences that are going to be occurring um over the next let's say 30 days that fill the void of the gap for e3 so the i'll just kind of go through a quick some of the ones that we're seeing um Starting June 6th and June 8th, we're going, I'm sorry, June 6th through the 10th, we're going to have uh, Netflix Geeked Week, so we'll get into that a little bit. Um, beforehand, you're also going to have June 1st, two events, Warhammer Skulls and Pokemon Scarlet Violet trailer It's going to be coming out, so keep that in mind. You're also going to have, let's see, Summer, Day, uh, Summer Games Fest Live which I heard is going to be a big one. That's probably where a lot of games are going to be dropping for the rest of the year and also the beginning of next year. So that's on June 9th. Um, that'll be happening. Right after that, they're going to have Day of the Devs, so developers. Uh, so they might be exploring some other information and news based off what they just went off of uh, from Summer Game Fest. Um, and then, oh, June 10th, we have Tribeca Games Spotlight, so that that company's going to spotlight some of their games. You got June 11th, a couple companies. So you have Guerrilla Collective, Wholesome Direct, uh, and the Future Game Show. So they'll talk about the future gaming products that will be coming out over the next couple of months. And then on June 12th, there's going to be two, the last two ones that I can see. Xbox and Bethesda will have their game showcases and PC gaming show. So anything PC related. So we'll just go through a quick and break down a couple of these things. Um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet trailer. So the latest trailer for the game for this game is going to come out June 1st, 2022. Uh, it says about 6 a.m. Pacific time. So that's nine o'clock i believe on the east coast time so that's going to be the day that this podcast comes out um if uh if i can find it and look at it i'll do a quick little reaction and we'll post something up on uh, rage game network podcast where we'll talk about the following week um so be on the lookout for that that's going to be coming up soon warhammer skulls Basically, what this is, is going to have you held June 1st. It's going to feature games set in the Warhammer and the Warhammer 40,000 universes from a wide variety of developers and publishers. Uh, partners that will include things like Xbox, Sega, and MegaQuest. Um, so they're going to be talking about that whole world. And we're thinking they're going to release some new games. We think they're also going to confirm a couple titles. We think they're going to confirm a Warhammer 40,000 Dark Title. And Space Marine 2 to keep a lookout for those um, titles and see if they get them confirmed. Like I said, by the time this podcast comes out, you'll probably get that news. The next big one that you'll probably hear, you'll be excited for next week when uh, this comes out, is Netflix Geeked Week. So Netflix Geeked Week um, is going to be starting June 6th and it'll run through June 10th. 
basically it's a week-long celebration for the company's sci-fi and fantasy properties so there's it sounds like the details are being kept mostly under wraps right now so we don't know exactly what's going to be conducted there um we think that there might be um a couple things going on with cd project red game um one of the things that I saw is that there might be something about cyberpunk edge runners might be featured, which I believe is going to be like an anime adaptation or a tie in story to cyberpunk 2077, I believe. So we're thinking that's where that information is going to come out. We could get some more information about the Witcher four game since, uh, that's kind of where, um, CD project red will be talking about. So that could be a possibility about, discussing what's going to happen with witcher 4 some ideas um they just started pre-production which we'll talk about in a later topic today so i don't want to go too detailed on that i think the big one june 9th june 9th is going to be a big day i in my personal opinion um it's basically basically this is the one that kicks off the uh summer gaming fest season uh it's going to take place 11 p.m a.m i apologize pacific time so about two o'clock here on the east coast where i live uh it's gonna the whole point of this uh summer game fest is they're gonna try to feature some new game titles announcements um it's supposed to be a cross industry showcase so this is probably the closest gaming conference press that we're gonna get that's going to be almost like e3 i think for this year this is probably going to be the e3 of 2022 uh, I think they're going to be bringing in different companies and developers and publishers uh, to kind of interact with what's going on. And uh, just kind of a heads up, there could be select theaters near you. They'll be hosting watch parties for the summer game fest event. And also there'll be something I think later in the year for the game awards show. So if you are interested, check with your, um, check with your IMAX movie theater, see if they're going to, host something like this and if you're interested buy your tickets and uh enjoy it in person with other fans why not that sounds like that'd be a great idea to hang out with people who are like-minded like yourself and you can go hang out and see some of these big titles that are coming out uh, like i said the next couple days are pretty much all wrapped up here so june 11th uh there's gonna be two shows one's gonna be eight o'clock pacific 11 eastern um, that's going to be the Gorilla Collective and Wholesome Direct, uh, basically streaming. That's going to uh, be mostly a fairly lengthy streams. Um, it's most of it's indie games, so independent games. They're going to try to get into some interviews, some news that didn't end up, you know, that surrounded independent game. Anything that's, that hadn't has not been discussed that they want to discuss in this stream might get uh, put into the wholesome direct and will air with some of the news and trailers uh in that so it's kind of a combined effort between the two of them um so they might kind of bleed into each other a little bit of independent games what's going on some of the new big news that's coming out of the industry and we might get some actually some decent trailers and get to see what's going to happen going forward um after that at, at noon around three o'clock eastern time uh future game show is going to be conducting itself um it says here approximately 40 games across xbox playstation switch and the pc are going to be talked about um in this this time period of the stream of the show uh this is actually the second um 
out of three planned for 2022. So there's going to be a final show that's going to be coming up in August. I didn't see where it was, but there was one um, earlier in the year that was going on. So uh, if you're interested in seeing kind of like the the news going forward what the plans are games for the next years or year or two or so um i would see if you can get into future game show um and as part of this gamecom 2022 and then the last one just real quick here because i know we've been talking for quite a bit here yes um xbox and bethesda are going to have their own showcase uh they're going to highlight um some featured games and announcements from their first party uh, studios uh, some third-party announcements might take place it's going to be about a 90-minute show um, you can find that on YouTube twitch Facebook or TikTok for um, that presentation it's going to be 10 o'clock a.m. for Pacific individuals uh, it's going to be 1 o'clock p.m. for East Coast and this is part of Microsoft's um, Xbox Fan Fest series that they are putting together so you might have to be a registered user to experience all these events so i would say you're probably gonna have to go look up this xbox and bethesda games showcase probably register yourself with microsoft and uh, get access to the show so the last one on these are both the june 12th so the last one's june 12th also it's the pc gaming show so it's going to tell the future of pc gaming um from 2022 and beyond of what games have not been um released yet it's gonna you know so we're hoping things like um warhammer 4000 space marine 2 um immortality and victoria 3 are going to be some announcements that might occur out of this gaming show but there might be even more there could be some big names that come up also uh towards the end of this kind of gaming press conference we're looking at about 45 games in total that could be featured for the pc gaming show so that show is going to start at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time and 3.30 p.m. for our East Coast friends. All right. This is going on per, quite a little bit here, a little bit longer than I wanted this section to go. We talked a lot about Star Wars Celebration. We got to dive into a little bit of PlayStation um, sales. And then we talked about some conferences are going to happen, what's going to be in there, some gains to expect out of those conferences, and some unknowns. So... For the time being, we're going to take a quick little break here. Uh, so I'll have you listen to this uh, ad here, and then we will be right back. All right, welcome back to the Pretty Boy Podcast. Uh, this is part two of episode five. So uh, that took a little bit longer than I wanted. I apologize, everyone. Um, there, there was just a lot of news, especially with uh, E3 being canceled. Um, June is just becoming really the big month for a lot of gaming companies to start holding their own conferences and their own events so i'm glad that we got to at least explain some of the bigger ones that are going on um like i said if there's anything that you are interested in whether it's a conference um whether it's uh, you want to look at some of the discounts that are happening with playstation days of play or if you want to see a little bit about jedi um Star Wars Jedi Survivor and the announcement and the trailer with IGN. Um, in the show notes, I left some links down there so you can take a look at it and get an idea um, what everything's all about, what the big hype is all about for these things that I'm talking about today. So if you're interested, check the show notes and you'll get to see those uh, articles that I pulled a lot of my information from. With that being said, we're going to finish up. I got a few topics here. 
to finish up with. Uh, these should be a little bit quicker ones that we should be able to get through. Um, there's not much news in these, but the big one that I want to start off with is an article that I pulled from, I think it was IGN. They have released that the Witcher 4 video game has officially entered pre-production. Um, what they're saying is that they've conducted um it's part of pre-production but the official pre-production is uh officially started is what they're telling us they did a research phase um and basically the article saying that the research phase of them going back into the books you know going talking to the the author and getting as much information as they can from the old games um they're now starting to build that storyline of what is the next chapter in the witcher uh video game series so let me just kind of read through this article real quick but it was confirmed um in a blog post from cd project red who uh owns the rights to the witcher games um basically saying that uh first quarter of 2022 they revealed that um they had completed their research for the new Witcher game, so within the last couple of months they finished up and uh, add a little bit more details from the developer. Uh, basically, one of the big wigs over at CD Projekt Red uh, is telling us that officially now they have put the game in pre-production. So like I said, they're starting to put the storyline together, write the scripts, um, hire the, uh, the voice actors that are needed to start producing um the content for this uh, video game. So they have a good idea where they're going. Uh, just a real quick article that we pulled from here. Uh, the one that quotes says in here that we are very eager to revisit the universe, which has shaped our history to such an extent. And uh, this comes from the president of the company. He also says, we have recently concluded the research phase for the first game in the new Witcher saga, which means that from now on further development um, will be capitalized on our balance sheet. So, um, the, like I said, this is just saying that they've they've completed their initial phase and they're starting to go into pre-production and they're starting to um, go to the next step of, okay, let's get this ball rolling, let's get the scripts written up, let's get uh, a storyline put together, um, start hiring people for voice acting, and then we'll get into the actual animation and... Um, graphics and everything from the computer side of things so go basically what this is saying like i said is there's so much more that's going on um we're probably a couple years out from the game being actually released to be honest with you but it's a good sign and the witcher games have done very well over the years um probably the big one is the witcher 3 the wild hunt that's probably the big one that brought the the witcher series into the mainstream light of most of us here in the united states um we really that that's the game that really we we got to build upon here with these characters like gerald and siri uh and yennefer and and all these others individuals so just understand that um uh, there is kind of some rumors they think that the character that you'll be following will not be gerald they think you'll be following siri in her uh storyline going forwards so that would be kind of interesting to play around with uh you uh, there are times in the witcher 3 wild hunt campaign and i've only played about half of it right now um yes where you get to have series um you get to play with siri and you get to 
see her store side of the of this story of what she's been dealing with and you're trying to follow her and trying to find her honestly uh in the witcher 3 uh, and you find her later on so um to have a full story dedicated to her would be very interesting to kind of explore um being that she's was she half elf and she's got the elven blood and she's a very prominent character in the world of the witcher so sphere of conjunctions could be something we could explore in this game i don't know there, there's so much that they it's up for grabs and my understanding uh, is the games occur after the books so there could be things that we could explore or hit events that could be hinted that occurred in the books um in this video game so there's so much more skepticism and theories that are out there of what we could do um so i'm gonna leave this article where it is right now um some of it's rumored but what i can tell you is they are officially starting pre-production which it doesn't mean that they're really you know that they're built this is about to come out like soon it just means that we're going in the right direction we're probably beginning the gaming cycle for witcher game 4 so within the next few years i would say personally around 2025 2026 area this game could come out that's probably the more realistic but at this point it's going to be a couple years before they can pull everything all together and release it so be on the lookout for the witcher 4 game uh it's officially in in pre-production so within the next few years we'll begin having a new witcher game which would be fun i think uh just playing the witcher 3 wild hunt and that's the only one i've played uh that's how between that and the witcher netflix show is how i got into the witcher series most people got in based off of the netflix uh show honestly like myself um there's some there's some good things coming out of it so i would like to see this all play out a little bit more all right we're gonna go to our next topic so our fifth topic today is gonna be pokemon go community days pogo fest or pokemon go fest is occurring as i said this weekend coming up so it's june 4th and june 5th i think i said yes june 4th june 5th um so if you would like to uh to play pokemon go download the uh, pokemon go app on your phone uh this is probably one of the best times to level up honestly if you haven't played for a while like myself um and if you're interested like i've said before in the beginning of the podcast go to ragegamenetwork.com uh check out our social medias we will be um out and about for pokemon go i know we'll be um i forgot where but we'll be in rochester uh doing some work on that i probably will not be um participating just because i've got some other things going on but i know andy and sarah and i think connor has mentioned that he will be out and about so uh if you want to reach out to us reach out to us uh through the discord we can get you the details and the contact information and uh get going with that and you can learn some of the fun things that we're going to be doing over the weekend and uh talk to our fans but this is not that this is going forward so there's a season that's coming to close for pokemon go season of aloha aloha okay they're about to finish up and it's kind of the end of the spring season so we're kind of coming into now june and july and august the summer season for pokemon go so they released the dates for the pokemon community uh days okay um 
So officially, the the season is going to end June first. So when this podcast comes out, that season has ended. The one that I just spoke about. They're going to replace it with a new one. Uh, they just haven't revealed it yet. Um, what we are looking at, though, is like I said, there are going to be um, some special events that are going to happen. You got Pogo Fest, which is probably going to start up this season of um, Pokemon Go, um, and. The community day events are going to include things like increased chances of catching a shiny Pokemon. Um, Like I said, you might be able to get some of the more rare Pokemons um, based off this. So, coming right from uh, the developers and publishers here, they have announced that there is... The following days are going to be the Pokemon Go community days. So, mark this on your calendars. It's going to be June 25th. July 17th and August 13th are going to be the days of Pokemon Go Community Day. So you're probably asking me, what the heck is this? Basically, these are days where the fans are um, can get out and play, and there's some special events that are going on these days, um, maybe some special uh, discounts on, uh, on some of the products in the games that you can get um, so you can catch some Pokemon um, so these are just things to, to be aware of that uh, it's, it's kind of like a celebration for the month uh, some fun stuff to do um, that's really what it's meant to be it's meant to be, uh, be able to get out and enjoy times with your friends and family um, and be able to help them out and have a good time So, but yes it's, uh, you can download Pokemon Go if you have not downloaded it on your iOS and Android mobile devices so if you are interested, I would say get the game and then use this event like Pogo Fest coming up here June 4th and 5th to kind of catch up with your friends and family. Also, you got June 25th, July 17th and August 13th where you'll be able to catch some um, special events on Pokemon Go. Uh, you'll be able to get some different merchandise, etc., etc. So if you're interested, check on online for that. With that being said, the last main topic that we're going to talk about here real quick, pretty uh, sad news that came out of the um, the movie industry and, and also the video game world. Um, if you guys have not heard, Ray Liotta, uh, he was a big star on the, God, uh, the Goodfellas, I'm sorry. And if you did not know, he played Tommy Versett, he voiced him. In GTA Vice City back in the early 2000s, uh, he has passed away. Um, I don't have the full details, but he passed away in his sleep in the Dominican Republic. Um, he was actually, I think, filming a movie down there when this happened. So, um, you know, it's it's kind of sad news to hear that uh, a well-known actor in the movie side, TV show side, and even video games voicing Tommy Versett and Grand Theft Auto vice city unfortunately has passed away um so i just want to kind of give a little quick little send off here uh many of the celebrities and many uh individuals who have worked with ray Liotta are sending their thoughts and prayers um may he rest in peace we lost him very soon too soon here he's 67 years old like i said they don't know much um about his death they'll be looking into the next few weeks but just wanted to kind of break that out there that um, Ray Liotta, the voice of Tommy Versett in the GTA Vice City, 
um, video games over Rockstar has unfortunately passed away. So, all right. That is it for our main topics for today. Uh, so before we close out this show here, let's go over our Pretty Boys Game of the Week. So the game that I picked out for this week um, is going to be called Old World. Old World was released in May 19th of 2022, so it just got released eh, two weeks ago almost at this point in time. I picked the game out because it's got some very positive reviews, about 533 to be exact. Uh, the game has been developed by Mohawk Games, and it was published by Hooded Horse. Uh, so let me read this article real quick, a uh, little blurb about the game, and then we'll look into the game a little bit more. I'll give you my perspective on the game and a price for the game. So Old War, Old World is a historic strategy game where you lead your empire through multiple generations, building a grand legacy to last beyond your own years. This is an era of great leaders from the revert to the feared. Which will you be? So that's kind of their little spiel. Just looking at it, um, you know, to me, it kind of looks like Risk. Uh, it looks like some of the other games, you know, some of the more the real-time strategy games that are out there um, in the world. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I don't know off the top of my head, but there is so much like Civilization. I know it comes to mind when I think about it. Um, Total War series, just to name a couple that have that type of feel. This is that same feel to it. Um, you have to build, get your resources together, build your empire, um, protect your cities from attacks, all that. Uh, so you uh, just look at some of the screenshots uh, here. They are, it, it's very gorgeous and beautiful. Um, it looks really high quality. looks really good. You can see the different enemies they're attacking. Your bloodline looks like just from this little video I'm watching. Um, you get to explore different realms of the ancient world and how to protect um, your things. So just kind of looking at this again real quick. Um, you know, it's there's uh, each of the seven kingdoms that are in this game have noble families that provide you benefits um, when you're in charge of your cities. So that's something that that's good. Maybe that's kind of like how you get your special powers in the game. Uh, manage family ties through events, actions, and marriages to keep them happy and recap additional benefits, upset them, or make them too powerful, and you risk their ire. So if you do something like the powerful or you do something that someone doesn't agree with, they could be coming out for you for blood. So it's interesting that, uh, you know, your choices could have consequences and you have to explore that. You also have to maintain a strong family unit or distract yourself with more illicit adventures. So you can do things just outside that family. Uh, you can do other things, different quests and and things to build up your reputation. It's a character-driven story. Uh, the world is full of great characters and distinguished personalities, strengths, and weaknesses. Use them to forge your kingdom, defend your borders, and build ties with your other leaders. So... This says that, you know, you're going to seek out and recruit uh, famed warriors, philosophers, builders, and more, and have them tutor your children, lead your armies, and further your reign. Um, different personalities, archetypes, allow your court members to perform different tasks and similar roles. 
you know, find the right combination, take a full advantage of your governors, your diplomats, your spy masters, and even your spouse. So there's some new personalities, new traits that will happen over time. Growing older, you'll gain experience and finally fall ill and pass away. Leave room for the next generation. So it's almost like uh, back in the old days in the Roman times. You get to kind of explore the fall of an, a great emperor. The next one comes up. Okay, this is what their next legacy is. So a world to discover. It mentions here that there's unsettled tribes, barbarian martyrs, martyrs, and remnants of previous cultures are all waiting for, uh, in the vast unexplored wilderness. So, yes, you're going to run into different uh, tribes. You're going to run into different individuals and cultures that might not agree with you. Um, there's uh, experience over 3,000 unique events inspired by history and mythology. Um, contact with foreign dignitaries triggers uh, event chain stories and courtroom dramas. You know, pursue ambitions and legacies related to the conquest, development, faith, and more. Uh, like I said, and they also inspire some of the more historical scenarios that are put into the game. Um, overall, I really like it. It looks really good. Um, from what I can tell, I probably would play this game. It is definitely a very interesting topic. So, real quick, you can get this game definitely on... Steam. Uh, I know it's going to be $39.99 on Steam. Um, with the, I think there's a DLC pack that you'll get with it. Um, I believe you can also get the game on some other platforms. Let me just confirm. I believe I thought I saw Epic Games you can buy the game at. Yeah, Epic Games I know is a big one that you can buy the game at. There, there's other places too and not just that. Anywhere you can get um, games, that's where you'll be able to get this game. It's uh, just for the PC, so it's probably just um, um, Steam and Epic Games. Probably they partnered up. So these are the uh, best places you can get it. You're going to get the game for $39.99. Um, right now, that includes the Heroes of the Agaden DLC pack, which usually is about $9.99. Overall, the game looks really good. Uh, looks really well done. You can definitely tell they put some time and effort into this. Um, it does give me that civilization type feel of a game, and I've never played those games. But this would be something that would make me want to play. It's more of like a strategy, turn-based style game um, in the world of video games. So I'm very excited. I would, in a heartbeat, definitely play this game um and go from there so last week's uh game of the week v rising did really well over the past week since i've released that last episode next week i'm going to talk a little bit more about that because i just got some news before coming on to this podcast that talks some really exciting news about that game and what the future is for that game so we'll have a topic on there because i want to highlight that one all right everyone so last week's poll we uh put in there with the sex, the success of the Legend of Von Maxima, would you be interested in seeing more D&D campaigns brought into other mediums? So this would be vi um, video games, TV series, movies, you name it. Result came in. I got to thank Andy as being the only one who put <laughs> this result in that I found out. Um, he put in there, hell yes. So Andy, thank you for your input. I'm very happy that you listened to the podcast and were willing to leave me um, 
a message on the podcast saying, hell yeah, I'd listen to it. Um, definitely very interesting. So I wanted to leave another poll for this week after that poll. Um, this one's going to be a simple one. You know, to- today's topic was about video game companies holding their own conferences. So for the most part, and with EA being canceled, many companies going their own way. So the new poll for this week, again, down in the show notes, you'll see a poll. You'll be able to vote. Or it might come in as a multiple, uh, like a Q&A because sometimes a poll acts up. But you'll see the poll down below. The question for this week is going to be, will gaming companies hold their own conferences going forward? So down below, you should see either a poll or kind of a Q&A section. If you're interested, participate down there. Like I said last week, anyone who does participate, if you send it, Get a screenshot of your post, yes or no. Send it to ragers at ragegamenetwork.com. Leave your contact information and your name. And in for willing to participate in my poll of the week, I have in my hand a Rage Game Network podcast sticker that says, if you rage it, we game it with our logo. So if you are interested and you would like one of these stickers for free ladies and gentlemen for free please participate in this week's poll and let us know yes or no will gaming companies hold their own conference going forward oh that was a lot that was a lot to go through in the last uh probably hour or so here so i'm gonna take a break here and i think we're gonna end this podcast and i'll start uh you know gathering information for episode six which definitely will have v rising in it we'll definitely have um a topic on upcoming star wars games are coming out because celebration just came out i want to highlight some of the news that had been going on over the last year about upcoming star wars gaming projects so we'll talk about that and we'll talk about much more whether it's tabletop games DD, um, other video game news whatever comes out at us but before we leave here today, if you're interested and you want to find Rage Game Network, if you haven't, I would think if you're listening to the Pretty Boy Podcast, you're you're listening to Rage Game Network. But if you are not, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram, Discord, and YouTube, and many other platforms where your podcasts are being streamed. Also, check out RageGameNetwork.com and follow us subscribe to our channels and like us on our social media content also we've got a lot of merchandise in our store so uh if you do go to the website that's the best place to get that merchandise that's there there's flags there's coffee mugs there's nice t-shirts i think they're working on hats or they're thinking about working on hats that'll be coming in handy especially for this wonderful summer season that we are experiencing up here in upstate new york if you want to follow myself pretty boy chris you can find me um on facebook discord twitch youtube um and i play on the pc and ps4 generally you're going to find me either as blah blah 267 or blah blah 0267 those are really the two that you'll find me in all right everyone i think i've had enough of this podcast for today this is not a podcast that's going to go on forever so um I'm going to take off. Uh, I'm going to let you guys enjoy this nice summer weather, this nice uh, day here that we have uh, here in, in upstate New York and around the world. 
depending where you are. And um, we'll see you guys later. Hashtag raging out.